When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to another very special episode of TFL Talking Trucks podcast. As always, I am Andrei Smirnov, but this is a very, very special show because my good friend, Kent, from MrTruck.com is here. I'm here! We're back again! Back in the saddle again. This is so cool. Dude, I haven't seen you in such a long time. I know. We haven't... <laughs> Yeah, we haven't been in the same truck cab in a very long time. I know. Well, we've towed uh, with the F-150 Hybrid a few months ago and the diesel, yeah, diesel Gladiator. That's right. That was last time we were together in the same cab. Yeah, but of course, you know, COVID kind of slowed some things down. Everything's different. But this show, dude, is all about heavy-duty trucks. Also, I want to learn what you've been doing because yeah. you have a lot of cool stuff happening at t- uh, MrTruck.com. And also uh, some heavy-duty truck accessories. Yes, we got we brought some accessories. Want to have fun? I dressed up for you, Andre. I missed you so much. Oh my God! Want to be spiffy? <laughs> I get as excited as I do about a Cadillac about just seeing you. Oh wow! This is very special. <laughs> so as always, as always, you can find our podcast in, in audio form anywhere that podcasts are distributed. But this show is so special. You probably have to watch it at least. At least you got to see us together. Yes, almost together. We're six feet apart. So TFL Truck, um, TFL Talk YouTube channel is where you can find our video podcasts, and of course you can find Kent and Kelsey, right? Yeah, we're on. Yeah, we do the Mister Truck TV on yep. the on the on the regular YouTube channel. And we got Mister Truck MrTrader.com, Yeah, where I'm still playing accessories and reviewing trucks too. But yes. I've heard you got your shot, your first shot. I'm so excited. I want you to live forever. I, I did. I did. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty staying healthy. You the same? Yeah. A month ago, I got my second shot. So okay. I'm good. I can get on planes, trains, cruise ships, and I can talk to lot lizards without a mask. Wow. Uh, you heard it here first. So, dude, you've been buying vehicles. So before we get to, <laughs> before we get to heavy-duty trucks and the best heavy-duty truck, right? Right. I mean... This is, Mr. Truck is the expert on heavy-duty trucks, which is why we want to focus it there. Tell me about what you've been buying, your Jeeps and trucks? Yes, yes. You know, I had five project trucks at the old house, and we had to move them, so we, I ended up selling them and starting over again. I, I really miss that Dodge lifted truck. But I got a new lifted truck. Well, that's the Jeep. Let's talk about the Jeep. Okay. That's my other Jeep. That's what I use for ballast on the trailer a lot. You guys will see the chains on there. I heard a lot of griping about how I do the hookups. So I'm trying to make everything look as legal as possible. And that's an 87 Jeep with a 96 
four liter high output out of Cherokee. So it's fuel injected. That's all I ever buy is fuel injected. Only I got one SUV, it's carbureted, you know, in altitude, you gotta drive it wide open and 60 miles an hour climbing rocks is, is not much fun. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so that there, we got a snow plow on it. We doing a bunch of stuff, putting a winch on the front and Ruben fixed a bunch of things on electronically, put a different cold air intake and I put a different bumper, a steering wheel, going to put a seat and then next week, I take it to SFF Customs, somewhere south of Denver, uh -huh. and we're going to put in lockers. We're going to put in four tens in each axle, and we're going to put uh, a Spartan rear locker, and the front's going to be one of the uh, the ones from, is it Eaton, or is it one of those? It's going to be a limited slip, because my expert out there says you don't want to have a locker in the front yeah. for snow. So we're going to try all that out, and I'm putting 8.8 .8 Ford axles in the rear off of an Explorer, which Holy is really God. cool. That gives you four wheel disc brakes and it's supposed to be that 8.8 .8 is supposed to be better than what the the dana 35 is on it now so we're going to spiff it up so i can go lock and climb in those mountains with that this summer i really miss doing all that rock climbing we used to do i've done a little bit of it with the ranger i had and a few other trucks i had this year well yeah this year and the end of last year but that's what's cool and my other project truck which well, I, wait a oh, minute. So, oh. so what what year is this? I mean, it's an eighty. It's an eighty seven, which 87. is the first year of the Wrangler. Okay. The C, I was trying to stop between CJ seven, which would have been a year earlier, and that's yeah. when they quit it. Yeah. But this is fuel injected. It's got more galvanized sheet metal in it, and it guy already redid a bunch of stuff to it. It's, it's lifted a little bit, and it's got uh, you know the high output uh, four liter, and it's got a six a five speed Chrysler manual, not that Peugeot. <laughs> Stuff that you know all about the problems with the Peugeot transmission. Yes, we've, so, we've done that. Yeah, we're trying to get all the bugs out of this, but it is leaf spring, so it is going to ride like crap. It's just a rough riding puppy. That's how it's going to be for a while, but we're going to put those lockers on there, and that is my side-by-side, -side, my cheap side-by-side. -side. And you got flames on it. Yes, flames. ghost flames. It's a stud looking. And chrome grill, chrome bumper. I just put a new bumper on the back and a receiver hitch, but yeah. Wait a minute, but what's behind it? This, it's kind of hidden. You, you, are you becoming Mr. Boat? I do. Have, you, I, have you, two, you, I have a boat and a jet ski. Okay. And I've got so I've got six test trailers right now: the, the oh toy hauler, gosh. the tilt, the dump, the ATV, <laughs> the pontoon kind of boat, and the jet ski. So we are full of trailers. Okay. So there's no problem there. So, so if I want to pull a small trailer or a big trailer, I can just come to you. Yes, I'll okay. show you all about how to do it and okay. the hitches. Well, I don't know if you want to come to me. I live out in, a, in the Sahara Desert now, right in the middle of the wilderness, where we have to plant sagebrush to keep it from blowing away. But no, anyway. no I, I like the area because it's kind of spread out. You yeah. know, it's kind of open and yeah. nice. The wind blows so much out there, the eagles just sit there in the air. They don't go anywhere. They just sit there. And then we got bobcats and deer and antelope and yeah, yeah it is cool. It's cool. It's just the wind. I wish the wind. It's like Estes. Me and Kelsey go to Estes like almost every weekend, and it used to be wonderful except for February. Now it blows hard every single day. Yes. Well, you also bought a monster truck. Yes, I had to get in and lift the truck since I sold Dodgezilla, and this is kind of a rare truck. It's a 1996 454 fuel injected. Whoa! Automatic. Big, big block. Big block, and it's got you know it's got it's lifted. It's got a four inch lift, a three inch body lift. And it's got uh, it's a couple little dings on it, but we're, right now Ruben is putting new uh, transfer case in it because the last guy had it didn't understand how you do that back shaft. And we're going to put the cardon or the oscillating U joints back there. We call them on balers so you can mm -hmm. turn corners. We're going to put two oscillating U joints on it, and it's out of climb. And we're going to I've got a friend in the middle of nowhere that has old cars. I'm going to crush his cars whether he likes it or not. I'm wow. going to be smaller cars because I'm only a four inch lift, but I'm going to see how many cars I can crush with this monster. 
But yeah, it's going to weigh more, so I'll be over 10.5 on the trailer. I'm always trying to get different weights to pull all these trucks. Yeah. And so that's the newest project. So, you know, and I still put in semis. I've got a Ford, I've got a Chevy. We may have to work on the Dodge again. But yeah, this is cool. And they'll be on, on the flatbed, on the tilt trailer. But they're and awesome. You, and you and, have a Jeep too. Yeah, yeah and yeah. this is a little bit of a rear truck because it's a short bed. Now, it's a three-quarter ton, full floating axle. Yeah. It's the heavy duty. And yeah. usually, most of those, the extended cab, only had a long bed. This is that six-and-a-half-foot short bed. So well, it's kind of cool. Like it's better that. for off-roading, for sure. It is. It bit, is. Yeah, you just shorter. walk over the mountains. You don't have to you know, yeah. run up them. I, I haven't seen it, actually. I, I think, have I seen your Jeep yet? No, not in person. You haven't seen the Jeep? Yeah. Not in person, because yeah. it was at Ruben's uh, mechanics place. Yeah, right, he did a bunch a of good work on it. Now he's, on, he's working on this one now. So... So uh, I'm looking forward to, I would like to come out uh, to your proving grounds and uh, <laughs> ch check it out. Well, yeah, so. and I got a lake 15 miles away. We'll have to put the boats out there and do all kinds of stuff. Okay. Well, dude, so uh, th that's really cool. And of course, as you know, you know, we've been really busy. We also are doing kind of like a three truck, used truck comparison series coming up. Right. You know, we bought uh, trucks under five grand. We have an F-150, we have a Dodge Ram 1500, and we have a um, K-1500 Chevy. Cool. So that's coming up on TFL Truck. Uh, we haven't published real episodes, you know, our, our fully feature episodes yet. Right. We're still working on that. But I've, uh, I've seen the pirate edition with with, with Nathan. Uh, Nathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah He's yeah. all set to be a pirate. I see. <laughs> Nathan is our pirate. Well, this truck costs two thousand, so I could probably for five thousand, this would be in that same category. Wow. Except we would kick butt with all your trucks. So we well, don't, we don't contest. But no, anyway. that's a good deal. Yeah. That's a good deal you got on your truck. So, dude, I want to switch gears. Before we talk about accessories, I see you brought your Gen Y hook. I brought a bunch of um, stuff. I got and, <laughs> Yeah, and a bunch of stuff. Before we do some heavy-duty truck accessories uh, and talk about that, I want to talk about the latest 2021 heavy-duty trucks. Okay. All right? Because, you know, the world is, you know, they're upping their game once again, right? They're updating their specifications and capabilities and all this stuff. So I wanted to get your take on what's happening with some of these trucks well they're going crazy that's what's going on that thirty-seven thousand pound towing capacity that's what an f450 yeah and that's to me is getting a little crazy but that's what they do and and in the i mean now we're talking about heavy duties but even the 150 now they got it up to fourteen thousand. Yes. and i'm sure that's with a two-wheel drive and it may have that that one and project that you want yeah. to talk about on the back end of that which we'll wait for you to talk about yes that. yes but the uh so that's getting, I, and I think that that's crazy, 14,000 and a, and a half ton, but and yeah. And 37,000 in the heavy duty. Yeah, I mean, you know, and we're, and we're going to talk about CM uh, hotshot beds because that's what that's the market for that stuff. Those guys are hauling over 30,000 pounds. We've hauled over 30,000 pounds. Yeah. And that's right, and you've got a CDL now. Congratulations on the CDL. Woohoo! Yeah, since that I is, saw you, I got my CDL license. Oh, that's awesome. Now we can go license. everywhere and pull everything. We should get bigger yeah. trailers, man, 53-footers. <laughs> I don't know if it's so, legal in Colorado, we'll find out. Yeah, so I went out actually to a school, Southwest Truck Driving School in Phoenix. And they also have, you know, schools in um, Las Vegas and some other areas as well. Yeah. And it was really cool. It was a two-day class. And um, I went for full air brake endorsement. So right. class eight, so big semi-truck stuff, right. air brake. But I didn't do manual. So I'm... Um, I'm licensed for an automated uh, transmission, basically. Right, right. That, my, my day, when we got licensed, they didn't ask us what transmission it was. And yes. We well, mostly <laughs> it was manual, right? Well, yeah. And, yeah. and now they're transitioning to these automated transmissions. That's true. Right? I had an 18-speed so. Road Ranger. I used to run with a four-and-a-quarter cat, a 3406. And, I, yeah, that's those are the old days. I'm glad you got that. That is so cool. Now we can be like, tra like a tag team. 
You yes. can drive it down. Oh, you'd like me to drive it down the dangerous stuff. You can drive it up <laughs> at the Ike Gauntlet. Because I miss the Ike Gauntlet, but yes. yeah. Well, we'll be doing more Ike Gauntlets this summer, or in a couple months, actually, because you know we're getting some other new trucks. Um, oh, man. And, can you imagine doing it when it's not snowing? Or that would a be blizzard? better. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I like that idea. So, dude, let's start with GM really quick. Um, GM, for 2021, they did upgrade their heavy-duty trucks. Um, they did a, a bit of a kind of a wheel and tire package. They updated their ratings to about 36,000 pounds on their maximum one-ton dually trucks. I'm talking about the 3500s, right? Yeah. Um, so they did all that. We haven't actually, you know, towed with this truck yet, but you just had a GM 2500 truck, right? Right. The LTZ 2500, and it had the 6.6 .6 gas, the six-speed manual, and I know I complain about it, it should have a 10-speed, but that one does really well, just like what Ram does really well with their six-speed on their heavy duties and do great with their eight-speed. So, you know, I mean, when they get the calibration perfectly and they, there's a few of trucks that have that, that 10-speed will really shine. But right now, I mean, we're getting by the six-speed, and that's been one of the most dependable six-speeds that GM's ever built. They had one of the engineers, engineers told me that that's the least amount of warranty work on any transmission they've ever built. So mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with the transmission. And I, you know, when I, when I was pulling, uh, what did I pull, 12, a little over 12,000 pounds with it, and it's yeah. rated for 12 on a bumper pull. I think it's rated at uh, 16, 620 for a gooseneck. But that rascal did really well, but I got 17.5 driving 66 miles an hour cruise empty. And then with that loaded over 12,000, no, I thought that was yeah. very good for that gas engine. And with the trailer on it, where I had a little over 12,000 pounds, I'm at 66 miles an hour, I got 11 miles per gallon, which is pretty good too. For that's a gasser? A, yeah, yeah, for a gasser. That's yeah. about the average for a gasser is 10 yeah. to 12 or 10 to 11, but that's with 12,000 pounds. We don't really do that much with the, with the no. half tons. They've proved it that they could get close to that. Most of the testing we do uh, with half ton trucks and, and sometimes even heavy duties is between seven and 10,000 pounds. That's what we do at TFL Truck. Right, right. But, but heavy duty category, of course, it's a whole different it's game. It's insane is what and it remember is. Remember a couple of years ago, we did, we pulled 30,000 pounds on those MPG loops. Yeah, we've done with, with diesels. Yeah, we did 29 with a horse trade and we over 30,000 with that excavator on that 40 foot iron bowl. Yeah. That was, that was so awesome. But you know, the, that LTZ, it was a plus sport, really good looking. It was all the same color like you like. I don't like them on the front because you do get Rome rock chips on the bumper. And it's not like a, you know, a chrome one where you can kind of stand it out. But that's the fad. Everybody likes those things. But that engine, it did really well. And it, the, the big thing that <coughs> excuse me, cracks me up is you know on work trucks with those heavy duties, that middle bench, which is a 40-20-40. It never had a compartment like everybody else has got, you know, you lift the thing up and you got storage and you can make it into a seat or make it into an armrest. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they finally figured this out. 2021 GM now in their work trucks, you can get a storage compartment in the middle seat. I'm so excited. What's so funny about that is when I drove the last one with my cousins in there and I says, well, try to find a compartment. They've got to have a compartment. It can't just be a seat. They looked all over that on camera and his, and his wife in the back, she was looking all over it. We never could find anything. It was like watching them for five minutes. I couldn't stop laughing, but I'm so glad they solved that problem. I love it when they solve problems. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm showing, if you guys are watching this on a video podcast, I'm showing the truck we're talking about. This is kind of the red uh, monochromatic look. Yes. Um, LTZ uh, Chevy 2500. Yeah, it's called a hot red. And it was a beautiful package the way it looked. It was just so awesome. Now, they're still the king of the cameras. They got the best camera set up on anybody, GM does. And I was looking at some of the things on it that I didn't understand. One was called the Jackknife Alert. 
Oh yeah, that's a new feature. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. how does that work? I, I can see so. backing up and making it do it, but I mean, jackknife, it's not much fun. I've done that before. So, so. I, I think I know what it's meant for. I, I haven't actually used it in person, but you know, when you're backing up a trailer slowly, you know, when you're, I think it's meant for backing up. Yeah. So if you're coming, if you're backing up and turning and the trailer is starting to come too close to your bumper. Right. You know, it'll like flash or give you a warning about that. On the dash or in the mirror On, thing? In the camera, in the camera system, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool because so, I jackknifed the truck and wiped out a mirror, wiped out a door. And it was like slow motion to my trader coming around to me on a snowbank, jumping snowbanks yes. to get hay. So, yeah, I've, I've been through that. <laughs> but now maybe, maybe this technology is trying, is trying to help drivers. That's you good. Know, it's it's got to warn you a little before you jackknife. You yes. Know? It yes. should be the pre-jackknife <laughs> indicator. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm really curious about testing some of these features. Um, you know, the big thing now is the little knob that helps you back up a trailer, right? Yeah, everybody's now, getting that. Does your TRX have that? The TRX has that now as an option. <coughs> Uh, also, Ford Super Duties now have that, where it's a knob that helps you back up a trailer, so it basically right. steers for you. Yeah. Right. Uh, GM doesn't have that quite yet, but they have some of the other features you were talking right. about. Right. That's they all end up with everything together. You know, they follow it, let somebody prove it. Well, I've got it on my pickup. You know, and I've done the test with it. Got the little checkered stickers I put on my trailer. And of course, like we talked about this before, I, I would never use it because I'm 40 years driving trailers. I don't, but that's fine. The new people, I can see where it would help you because trailers can be very intimidating. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing wrong with having these helpful things and it probably keeps you from running into me on the road. So I'll get all the gadgets you want to help you pull that trailer and back up that trailer. And Ford is doing something else now with that backup system. They have like a sensor that you mount on your trailer and you actually wire it into the truck. Okay. Right. Uh, be because before, also they had those stickers, right, that you had to right. put on the trailer and measure and stuff. Yeah. And that was a little cumbersome, right? But now you can actually, as a, as a part of that package, you put a sensor uh, that kind of tells you know how far you're turning and stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. And so that helps. Yeah. Well, I really like the indicator they have where some of them are getting now where you turn you turn your first corner and the camera measures how long your camera is, mm -hmm. your trailer is, then you start turning around and it gives you an indicator if somebody's trying to sneak up behind you in a blind spot. Yeah. All those things are great. The cameras, the, the blind spot thing, I love them all. And you know, I don't necessarily mean I use them all, but I think they're really good for the, for the average driver. Yeah, and of course on the diesel side for GM, right, they still have the Duramax, the 6.6 .6 liter. Right. Um, they haven't updated its power rating uh, in a while, and I think it's also probably for durability purposes, right? Because they've had that engine for a couple of years, two, three years. Uh, their maximum torque rating still right now for 2021 is 910 pound-feet of torque, but it's backed up now by that new 10-speed yes. Allison branded transmission. Right, you know, then that's a, that's a point because you take that controversy about keeping the engine the same, keeping the, the uh, power rating the same, mm -hmm. and then you up the towing by 10,000 pounds like they've done from what, 26,000 to 35, 36,000? Yes. Now, is it more stressful to jack up the engine, give it more power, pulling a bigger load, or are you putting more stress on that engine, the same engine with a bigger load? So I yeah, worry but, about that. So I don't know yeah, which, totally. which but I think. But also what they did is they changed the transmission too, right? Because That's the true. speed is backing up the diesel. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is, and of course they're doing this to the J2807 standards, you know, the, the standards that all manufacturers right. want to meet and have to meet yeah. to, to compare towing capacities. But I think since you have more gearing, right, you have more gears and, um, to choose from, 
I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that you have the lower gear right to get going to pull that big load. Right. And then you have the higher gears to kind of maintain efficiency, you know, when you're driving uh, on the highway. Well, that makes sense because, you know, a 10-speed, you probably the bottom two gears are geared lower now. Yeah. And then, excuse me, you have three overdrives, so you got yeah. plenty on the top end. Yeah. And so I guess, you know, that that's why the axle ratios are changing. It used to be everything was 410, 373. Now they're going up to, you know, the 355s. Same way with semis. Semis used to all be in the fives. Now most of them are 410 or 373 mm -hmm. with the 18-speeds and all that. So that's very true. Those bottom gears, if they play with them, get them geared down, then, you know, you got plenty of room as long as you keep, you can keep your RPM up, use your tow haul mode, do all those things. It's probably not a bad idea. And I haven't heard of major breakdowns of those trucks pulling those big loads, which is a little bit surprising to me. But yeah, logically, I had, I had another view on that. I thought maybe we should start cranking up the power. But if it's working, it's working. Just like that six-speed on their uh, their gas engine, that 6.6, six, it's working. So I keep complaining about a 10-speed, but it may not be that necessary. You know, it's just, it's just weird how it works out. All right, well, let's uh, change uh, gears to Ford, right? So we talked about GM. Yeah. So now Ford for 2021, and actually we have a peek into 2022 because they recently unveiled the new interiors, right? Right, uh, right. On their uh, Super Duty trucks. But the ratings for 2021 are still 37,000 pounds maximum towing. So, so GM was at 36, now we're at 37 uh, with Ford. But Ford is doing this <laughs> interesting thing, right? Where, where they have a F-350 consumer truck for you know private use. Right. And they have the 450 with slightly heavier hubs, right, and axles and all that stuff. So, so they're throwing that uh, F450 truck also into the mix. Um, but actually all manufacturers, GM, Ford, and Ram, are actually are able to tow more with a variety of different configurations, right? right. Crew cabs and four-wheel drive versions of them. So that 37,000 can be on an F350? Uh, no, I think that's rated at around like 35.7 or something like that. Okay, yeah. okay, and be a two-wheel drive. Yeah, two-wheel drive, of course, yeah, with a diesel that, and a short, short yeah. cab. Yeah. So it's hard to get these trucks, actually, right? Because when they send us truck, when manufacturers send us trucks for press loans and testing, we usually get crew cab four-wheel drive, right? Right, right. But see what they have on their website. They have a two-wheel drive, probably a you know two-door cab, Obviously, dually. So well, yeah, and you know, I've seen seen that truck. <laughs> I think there's only one out there. I've, I've seen, seen it. it. I've seen it once. <laughs> nowhere. I've seen it at the uh, State Fair of Texas. Oh, is that where that was? In, I've seen in, one in at Dallas. some Ford thing we went to. Yes. And I don't remember where, but yeah, that's that's the dinosaur. But you know, not the dinosaur. It's the unicorn. <laughs> unicorn. Unicorn dinosaur. But you know, that's what they do. And you know, I'm thinking like on that 450, I can see them rating it higher. But for a long time, because the 350 might weigh less that they would rate it more for the 350. So I'm kind of surprised they did that. But the 450 gives you that 350, a three, uh, four, 54, 88 axle ratio. They have different ratios. I think yes, that they're, they're way much lower than a 430 even. They uh -huh. got one below that. And they're 19, they're 12 ply tires on a 19 half inch tire. So they're really made for those heavier weights. Yeah. And you know, all that configuration is changing now too. Yeah, I think it's a four point four eighty eight rear end. But uh, it sounds you know, crazy. I yeah, mean, it does. But, but it's it meant does. for pulling it. Yeah, and you know, it's like what you've learned with that Ford. You made it into a trimmer. Is having those low gears probably is not a bad idea. What mm -hmm. was that? You guys got a three fifty five or something? Yeah, you got a. Was it a 
375 or 410 or 488? What was that other axle ratio? So we had a F250 right, right. Uh, last year that uh, the truck we kind of built up um, and lifted and sold. And we originally ordered it and got it. We, we didn't order it, but we found it uh, with a 355 rear end. Yeah. So 355 to 1, which is a little bit, you know, not meant for hard accelerations and that super heavy towing, right? Right. And we knew that we wanted to go to 35s. Or actually 37. 37-inch tall tires. And everybody was telling me, Andre, you got to upgrade the rear end, right? Yeah. You got to make it a 410 or 373, something, um, something lower. And I didn't do it. And I, yeah. was, I was like, I was going to wait, right? Let's, let's put the tires on the truck. Let's put, you know, the camper that we had in it. Right. And if I need it, you know, if, if the power is really low and if it's really slow, uh, we can re-gear basically the rear um, differential. And I never had to do it. Yeah, well, that's good. Uh, I, I it, think it's because the 10 speed again. Yeah. So the yeah. 10 speed again saved me. Well, how big of a trailer did you ever pull with it though? So about about 9,500 pounds, 10,000 pounds. But okay. remember, I was carrying about a camper that weighed about 1,500 pounds in the bed. So I was kind of maxed out on my Nine, payload. 9,500? Yes. I can tow 9,500 with my tennis shoes on. Oh. <laughs> A real load for that would have been like 26,000 or more, but I think the 430 was the other one for the trimmer, the, the lower one, which, you know, that was a controversy, which one yeah. to get. And but, yeah, you did okay because you guys didn't pull really super big traders with it. No, and we, that wasn't the goal. The goal was yeah. to go off-roading, right, and have a camper with and maybe pull a trailer that's not very, very heavy. Um, and also, you're kind of saving a little bit of fuel, Yeah. right? With that, with that rear axle ratio, you know, you're not using so much fuel that you have to stop and fill up every, you know, 200 miles. And that's the thing about three-quarter ton, full floating axle, the heavy duties, is that truck could last forever. You know, under a load, you could haul traders with it constantly. And well, so, yeah, because it has heavier frame, right, heavier yeah. axles. Yeah. It's really meant for Heavier that. brakes, yeah. So, you know, yeah. there's always that controversy between half ton and three-quarter ton, and that's why this is my last project truck. I got a three-quarter ton. That's where I wanted to be. Even though back in 96, it's still rated 10,000, and my 150 for 2018 is rated at 12,800. So there you go. You know, and that's the question we get often. Um, I have like a 10,000-pound trailer or 11,000. Which truck do I buy? Do I buy a half-ton? Do I buy a heavy-duty truck? Yeah. So we should actually test that on the Ike. Well, that's true. See. That's true because there's a lot of questions you need answered before you make that decision. And that, we yeah. should go over that. That'd be great. And also, you can check out Truck Nuts, the book. Truck Nuts book <laughs> for, <laughs> for all those I answers. I forgot about Truck Nuts, the book. <laughs> <laughs> we, we actually co-wrote, co-authored the book. Oh, but you got to buy the second edition if you can find one. You can yes. order one that way. Yes. So second edition is orderable on Amazon, right? So uh, you can check it out and, of course, help us out uh, if you purchase the book. Yeah. Now, tell me this. Have you seen that Ram Heavy Duty Limited Night Edition? It sounds oh, really cool. Oh, boy. Um, well, not in person yet. Um, I was actually recently, um, TRX had to go in for an oil change. Yeah. So what our friends at Johnson Auto Plaza out there in Brighton, right. and they have, you know, they're kind of struggling. Um, some of the dealerships are struggling maintaining inventories. Oh, certainly. Right? Well, uh, no with, chips. There is no chips. There is semiconductor uh, shortages. Um, but the good thing at the Johnson Auto Plaza, you know, they had about 150 to 200 trucks available. Right. And um, not super fancy ones, mostly work rigs, but they're up. Uh, so Ram is taking it to Ford and Chevy with their ratings. Oh, yeah. So, so we didn't talk about the diesel rating on the Ford. So the Ford has the 475 horse, 
rating on their diesel and 1,050 pound-feet of torque. Uh, well, Ram stepped up their Cummins. Yeah, yeah. To 420 horsepower, so not quite as much horsepower. Right. But monstrous torque at 1,075 pound-feet. And then they upped their uh, max towing rating on their diesel to 37,100. Of course, 100. That's how you get ahead. 100. 100 over. <laughs> Over Ford's thirty-seven. So you can bring that. You can bring that escalator, and also yeah. bring a little cooler full of drinks. Right? Yeah, well, that's pretty cool, you know. And that's that's, and they're still playing with the six-speed. That's a big controversy. Are they going to go with an Allison? Are they going to stay with Ison? What are they going to do for transmissions? We need to find that out too. So yeah, still six-speed Ison, like you said, um, which is not a bad transmission actually. No, it actually does very well. It's, it's really good. But Ram trucks were always kind of. They almost the most semi truck like pickups. You know the sound of it, the exhaust yeah. brake sound, uh, the behavior. Like they're a little bit slower to get going, but then they love cruising basically. Oh sure, and that's what that that model back in when was that in the late '80s was called the uh, big rig, the big R, the BR was the model on those trucks. Mm -hmm. They always went those fenders that kind of looked like a semi, and that's done them well over the years. Clear back in the you know late '80s. Yeah, and of course, uh, I'm showing an image behind us where we pulled that, once again, that 40-footer uh, yeah. iron bolt trailer with an excavator on top of it. Um, yeah, and we compared all three trucks, Ram, Ford, and uh, GM uh, to yeah, each other. Yeah, and that's good. And I, I've got people call me, you know, I get calls and all kinds of emails, and people would say how much they love the Ike because that's how they decided which truck to buy. And I always thought that was cool, but that's, you know, that's one of the biggest draws to your channel is all the testing that we do. And people make those decisions, and, and that's what you need. You need more facts. You need the specs, which you're, you're the professor on that. You come up with all the different details you want because, you know, there's a lot of details to get the right tow package, to get everything lined up so you're happy with it. Yeah, so we'll, we can continue doing this, uh, obviously, this year. So uh, absolutely, more fuel efficiency testing because that's important because heavy-duty trucks are not rated by the government. That's right. They're commercial. Uh, on uh, fuel efficiency ratings, diesel or gas. Um, and if ever, if ever an electric truck shows up, we will also <laughs> test it, right? But, uh, yeah. but I haven't seen one. Uh, no. Well, they keep pushing that back a year and a year and a year, and who knows what next year's problem is going to be. But yeah, yeah, someday we will have it. <laughs> totally. So if you had to choose, I know we haven't driven all these uh, latest uh, 2021 trucks yet. Uh, wh what would you like? Do, do you like the Power Stroke, the Cummins, the Duramax? What would you... Be, can you say your preference right now? Well, you know, it's really hard to go wrong, but, you know, when what I've seen, and this is what my customers tell me too, is the Ford now is the quietest truck, which is kind of unusual. And it's, you know, when we did our Ike test, it was the fastest one up the hill. And, you know, it, it broke down fine. I think the exhaust brake at that particular set of trucks worked better on the Ram. But, uh, I, you know, for my money, I would have to go with the Ford Super Duty. So, and, and, but see, that's what you want to know too is, each time there's a new model comes out, you don't want to do what grandpa did or great grandpa and keep buying the same brand all the time. Go drive them all. I mean, Ford may be the leader now in my mind, but you know, next next time there's a model change, it may be the Chevy or it may be the Ram. Mm -hmm. So that's for right now. That's I would go with the Ford. Yeah. So it used to be that they were very close on fuel efficiency, right? In previous years before 2020, and and then Ford kind of ran away with it, it was also the most efficient heavy-duty truck for diesel yeah. that we tested. So it was not only quick and powerful, but it was also efficient. So that kind of blew my mind. 
the latest Power Stroke engine uh, was 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 quite good. Um, I still kind of like the character of the Ram. Yeah. A little bit because it's that macho feeling, you know, where it's a little bit louder. <laughs> it's a little bit louder. You got the straight six. You got the comments. So um, yeah, we'll have to drive these latest ones and see if the bump and torque on the Ram is actually showing showing in the real world, right? So that, how that truck makes you feel? Are you compensating for something? <laughs> well, always. <laughs> Okay, well, that's fine. I mean, you should have your opinion. I've noticed that yeah, you had two GMs in a row, now you've got a Ford. So, uh, you know, I'm not well, telling everybody to buy a Ford. I mean, I, I got a Chevy. My last truck was a Chevy. So, you know, and that's the thing. New model, drive them all and figure it all out. Watch our videos and make the right decision. Now, don't just keep buying something because it's in your family blood forever and ever because people do that. They're yeah. loyal to the tractor brands, their religion, their political parties, yeah. and their trucks. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And you want to make smart decisions. These are expensive trucks, a lot of high payments. You're yeah. going to make the right choice for you. Yeah, of course, you know, brand loyalty is also out there, like you said, in a huge way, yeah. in a huge way. So we always try to sample everything, right? Stay yeah. very even, un unbiased. And that's why I bought a F-150 hybrid because I haven't had a Ford truck before personally, right? right, right. So I wanted to test it out. So I, d I did buy one for my personal needs and you, you saw it on my ch on our channel, of course. Did Ford send you flowers when you bought it? Did no, you? no flowers. <laughs> no, no hat, nothing? No, oh, no waves, nothing. Uh -oh. well, I heard you got some big cojones from some Ford dealer. Well, it was a funny story and uh, <laughs> I don't have them in the studio, but when I was, uh, I went to Brighton Ford, right? Yeah. And my truck arrived finally, it was February, it was cold. And somebody was trading in their Super Duty, the old Ford. Right. Uh, I think it was probably five or 10 years old. I uh, don't remember exactly. And this Ford had that, you know, flatbed, kind of a hotshot bed. Right. And giant, I mean, these things were about eight, to 10 inches in diameter, uh, nuts. <laughs> well, you know, nuts. Twist a, on a bolt nut. Yeah. yeah, on a bolt nut. Uh, yeah. These are oil rig nuts. I don't know, I don't know where <laughs> they come from. I want the wrench that turns that big nut. I know, so it's like a 10 inch uh, diameter. And, and the dealer's like, no, we can't sell that. So they had the hacksaw, because the chain was rusted. And they started uh, sawing Song the chains off, so those oh. so, so those truck oh. nuts would fall down. Oh, and, oh, that hurts. And and I said, I what are you doing with those? They're like, we're gonna throw them in the in the dumpster. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So I took them. <laughs> so I bought I bought a new truck with truck nuts. Well, that's good. That's but, good. Paint them red. I want to. But see I'm that. using them as my paperweight on my desk. Oh. So I'm not. You know I. That's kind of dangerous. You know? Shows you're victorious. You've got yes. your enemies, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sorry. That's a, that's a story from somewhere else. So, so there you go, guys. Heavy-duty trucks, they're still increasing their payload capabilities, their towing capabilities, probably even their speed and refinement and fuel efficiency. So all those things are changing. We will be testing a lot more of them. But... You know, when you buy a heavy-duty truck, or any truck, actually, yeah, you need accessories. That's true. And I hope that they start working on brakes more than we don't even hear about brakes. I want some big bimbo six-piston brakes on these heavy-duties. But anyway, yes, accessories. So you brought a bunch of stuff. Yes, show. I did. I did. That's what I, I review is a lot of accessories, and we sell a lot of accessories. Now, that in your, see, that's my Patriot tow hook from Gen Y. Isn't that gorgeous? You know what? And it's they not light. Me. 
this we worked with Gen Y for many years. Yes, right? we've been to the factory last year. Yeah. And uh, they actually sent me a hook also yeah. uh, a couple of years ago. Right. But mine was just red. And you got the U.S. color. That's the Patriot, man. Oh. Red, white, and blue with stainless steel on it. I mean, it's all different colors all the way through. That is so awesome. And show you, them the blue side, too. That's the red side so, with the chrome. And the other side is the... Oh, <laughs> it's really I, heavy. <laughs> it might be heavier than those truck nuts. Uh, but, yeah, yes. it knows that. You know, we're going to use that. I work with the Jayhawk traders, and Anthony's going to hook that on one of his Tacomas. And we're going to do a towing thing in the mud and the sand and do a tug of war. And he's done one video about getting pulling somebody out of the snow with those, those, uh, those elastic ropes, whatever they're called. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're going to use this a bunch, but that is so cute. I mean, I thought that's such a good-looking thing. I was going to use it for paperweight, but I can't lift it. <laughs> I know. So, but it's also functional. It's not just, oh, it's the real you know, it's deal. Not just flashy thing. You can see these uh, pinholes, so you can use it as a step, right? Right, exactly. You and you can put it either, either sideways or up and down. Or you can use it as a, as a true hook if you're moving something or towing something out of the mud. Right, and those, right? those, those elastic ropes, whatever they're called, there's a name for them. Kinetic, I think. Oh, yeah, the kinetic ki ropes. The kinetic ropes. I asked Carl, will this go okay? won't cut or anything. He's fine. So yeah. we're going to use those the kinetic ropes that I have, and we're going to tug a war, and we're going to tug all kinds of things. With can it. I come over and film? Can I, can I come? Let me think about it. Okay. All right. So, so Gen Y, what else does Gen Y have? Oh, Gen Y. Yes, this thing here is the new Rebel. And they're rated, the high end is, is say, 7,000 pounds. And this is a new design. We actually saw this at the factory when they were engineering it. But if you look at that, mostly, let's see, I'll show it this way. When you see how most of them are, they, there's squares, whether two inch or three or two and a half, and they're just welded on top, on top, on top, and then, you know, they finish it out. Well, this one, you know, they're trying to make them lighter for us old folks. So this one is basically the center section and the sidewalls put together, and you can see it with where the welds are there. So that's what they, it's like a Lego. They put it together and they weld the outside of it, and it takes away all that extra weight, and then the shank itself is hollow, so, I mean, this is one I can lift around, and it's really cool. But, you know, they think they were 5,000 pounds like the one you have, and 7,000, and they have one, too, with the box on top of this for maybe a bicycle or if you do a lot of adjustment, because mm -hmm. I end up using all the holes. But that's great. Yeah. That is so, one good deal. Yeah, it's their latest hitch. It's also very affordable, right? Yes. It starts at around, I think, like $69.99. Yeah, it's insane how cheap it one. is. Yeah. And uh, about $100 for that adjustable hitch. It's not really heavy duty, right? It's not. No, it's, it's a light duty. Yeah, it's a light duty hitch. But we we use other Gen Y hitches for heavy duty work. Right? That's true. We have a lot of them, and we use them every day and, and all of that. And they're selling like hotcakes. Those guys, they can't keep up with the demand. They're putting in a night shift and maybe a bigger warehouse and bigger factory because they are very very busy. Now, you were you going to talk about the the new Ford Winch option on the Super Duty or? Well, we, we can, because that's, um, that's another story, right? Manufacturers are now coming yeah. out with more and more options, right? Usually, it used to be a few years ago that they just sell you the truck, right? And then you have to go elsewhere to get storage solutions or, you know, some other accessories. But now, uh, Ford is offering, um, you know, Ram Power Wagon has a winch, right? Right, right. Now, Ford is offering, let me look up on tfltruck.com a little story here. Well, I know it's rated 12,000 pounds. Ford Super Duty winch. Um, now it used to be okay. Let's let's back up a little bit. Okay, so when they introduced the Tremor truck for Super Duty, right? This was about a year and a half ago. They said a winch is coming, and everybody got excited. There, here's a picture of it. 
It's a worn winch, so it's fairly high, you know, high quality, um, and it's well integrated into the bumper. Oh, that's of the, good. Of the Ford truck, right? So they found a way to get away from the intercooler and all those, those yeah, cooling things. Because that was a big deal. I mean, yeah, I when you that. when you add something to a truck, you have to think about a lot of different things, <laughs> and also weight, right? So you're adding weight with a winch. Right. You're putting it way out front, in front of your bumper, usually, right? Um, so of course, Ford integrated it fully into the truck, but it wasn't available initially. Right. We, people were writing to us. I want to oh, order one. Where is it? I remember you talking to the, to the engineers, saying, you know, what's it going to take to get a winch on this thing? And, yeah. and you, you did all so that finally, a couple years ago. Finally, a few weeks ago, we, I, I'm, I've been getting emails from you guys or messages on social media. And you guys are saying, hey, I just bought one. Just bought a winch in my Super <laughs> Duty. <laughs> so, yeah. Everybody so, has them but us. <laughs> so they have it now. It's available. You can order it factory or dealer installed after that's, that's true that's true so but and now it's available on most uh super duties not the big diesels not the big towing packages for diesel dualies oh because they have a different cooling solution okay now. yeah yeah that's yeah. true the different grill and all that different grills well I, i've heard it they cost three thousand dollars yes and it's you know twelve thousand pound winch but you also it looks like you have to have the dual package and do alternator package yeah because for the battery for all for that extra power. power well that's yeah. that's good then a lot of trucks will have that and all the ambulances have that, but yeah, I think you have had a truck that had that, the dual uh, alternators in it. Right, and the other thing that I was talking to Ford engineers about is that they had to do crash testing and oh. safety testing on this. Wow, that makes sense. Right, because you're adding weight and sure. it's a steel thing that's in your front bumper, and they uh, certified it for the trimmer. The trimmer is two, about two inches taller, right, than a yeah. normal truck. Yeah. And now they certified it for all trucks. Well, that's uh, awesome. All, it's, well, the other Super Duty trucks. Well, yeah, now that everybody's trying to go off-road with Heavy Duty and Super Duty, might as well have a winch. Or, you know what, uh, there's a, I forget his name, but a guy uh, who just bought one, he lives in Houston. Oh, yeah? And he said, you know, it's really useful if there's a natural disaster, something is happening, right? Oh, you yeah. want to be able to pull down a tree off a highway sure. or do something, uh, help somebody out. The winch is very helpful. Oh, yeah. We've done that on ATVs, pull trees out of the trail. There's a lot of times yeah. the winches will save your life. And sometimes when I tip over one of my side-by-sides, I use the winch to tip it back over. Yes. So it's cool. But now, now the... Um, What's next? Let's go with Waysafe. Oh, Jesus, this thing's heavy. Hopefully Dude, you can the, see I, that. I haven't seen this yet. <laughs> this just came out. You can see the gauge, and it has keys. So the keys go in here and it unlocks these balls. So now you know the ones from the factory. So this is a factory replacement, and it's pretty tall, but it's about as tall as that BMW one with that big handle on it. So you get, do get the height on it, and you know you can interchange balls the way it looks. This is a two and five sixteenths, rated at thirty thousand pounds, and it's just called the the safe load. It's for the o, the OEMs, the factory ones that you have the ball built into it, to where you can lift it in and out with that little. Stupid clip, I mean, that little clip on top, mm -hmm. useless clip. Anyway, that thing on top that the factories have, you don't have that with this. You got a solid ball, you got all this beef, and you know what your tongue weight is. There's a scale right there. We're going to be using this on a few, whenever we get the chips in our big heavy duties, we're going to try this out. But that's so cool, just come out from Waysafe. And I don't even know what the price is on this yet. They sent this to me, and we're going to try to use it as soon as we can. But that's what that is. I love it. That, it's always so important to know your tongue weight, and I'm all for knowing that. Yeah. And then, so well, it, it actually it comes with this rubber puck to put over your hole and you're not using it. That's nice. So, hold on a second. So 
Uh, we've used way-safe hitches before too. Right, mostly for, bumper for, pulls. For bumper pulls. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's very useful. I, I haven't seen it, but it is taller a little bit than it is. a standard ball. Is, yeah, right? and I'm trying to talk them into figuring out a way to make it shorter because that's the problem. These new trucks are so damn tall. Goosenecks are hard. Fifth wheels are hard. But they've also got this on a rail system. Okay. You know, with the two big the rails across your pucks? truck. Yeah. Yeah, and not what well, they go in the pucks, but it's the rails. And, and you can use this on that system. And you know, they have so many for bumper pulls. And I've had one for a long time. I know Dan Trucker Dan just bought one. So he's got one for his Ranger. And I've got bumper ones too. And I've, I've used all these. And they've got a weight distributing hitch, but this is their new product. And I think it is so cool. But yeah, that's the problem we're always gonna have is figuring out that tallness of these darn trucks. And it's really cool because it's safety related uh, in a huge way because if you know your tongue weight, you know how your weight is distributed on your trailer, right? right? And if and usually goosenecks is what fifteen percent, about fifteen uh, to seventeen percent. Yeah, that's what or, they are now. If it's bad weather, I go twenty percent because that's a, that you know it's not a law. It's just a so. Suggestion. Let's say you're towing twenty thousand pound trailer. Right. Um, you if you're at twenty percent, uh, you need to be four thousand pound tongue weight. That's the that's more more like the max in the max end. I mean uh, the SAE did this fifteen percent yeah. and ten percent on bumper poles. Yeah. Which I they were at twenty percent and they had a conflict and somebody won. I won't mention their names. But anyway, that's how that is. But you know, the tongue weight will also tell you what your axle weight is. It'll tell you so many things if you're balanced and if you know you're not putting too much weight in any part of your vehicle. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think it is. It's very important to have that tongue weight. I was, I was glad to see them come out with this. You know, they, they're always working on some project over there in Utah. But yeah, this is awesome and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And it's rated clear up to 30,000 pounds on two and five sixteenths. Of course, someday it'll have to be a three-inch ball, go all the way up to, to 40,000. That's higher. the next category. Yeah. Yeah. So we're waiting on that. But no, this is awesome. We are going to try this out. We'll show it to you in live action on some heavy duties. Coming up. All right, what's next? Well, ah, Kurt. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Uh, you've heard me talk about Kurt. I mean, they've been, they bought up my hull gauge company that you know can take your torque converter and weigh your trade, all those different things. They keep coming up with new stuff. But this is the one thing I'm really happy with. And this is called the the Echo wireless brake controller. You know, and I've had uh, several of them on my truck that we've used, and you've got one from Prodigy, whatever, yes. from the Sequent folks. But this one here, I, they brought me a, um, a Ranger, and of course the Ranger doesn't have them from the factory yet. They're still backed up on all that stuff for brake controllers for that Ranger. And I get a lot of SUVs that own brake controllers, and I usually use my auto brake that's on the side of the trailer. But it was too close to my jack, and I kept beating it up with my jack handle, and it quit working, so i got to get a new one of those. So in the meantime, I ran in the store and got one of these, and you just plug it in to where your receiver is on the back of your truck, and it has this little strap that you put over the lid to hold it in place, and it's, it's actually very secure, and then you plug your trailer into it. And this all comes also with the, the program for your, your phone, and once you put this, uh, the program in your phone, then you can either set the phone wherever you want it and leave it on, and you've got the emergency brake controller, you've got the gain settings. It's got all kinds of settings. It worked great on that Ranger. If you want to watch my Ranger review, the two of those with the trailer, and that thing was towing 7,500 pounds, the max for that Ranger. And this was powerful brake. I was surprised how powerful it was. And they're actually one of the cheapest ones on the market. I mean, I don't know what your Prodigy costs, but most of those are over three to 400 to 500. You know, this thing was under 300 bucks. And it's simple, very simple to use. You know, you don't have to wire anything, you just plug it, plug it, Go, download yeah, so, your program. So we, I actually tried one of these um, when uh, a couple of years ago, 
we had a Tesla Model X uh, electric SUV. Oh, you had one of these? Uh, well, I, I tried it. It oh. wasn't quite working uh, as, as correctly with a Tesla. You know, yeah. it's kind of finicky. Remember, I even called you? Yeah. Um, and then we had to wire um, uh, another brake controller into the system. Right. Uh, because, um, yeah, but it, was, it works well standard it's just the Tesla was a little bit odd yeah yeah and I'm gonna try it on several things but you know, I get a lot of SUVs that don't have a brake controller I was really glad yeah. that Cadillac Escalade had one that made me all happy but yeah like we run into that quite often the Infiniti didn't have it the Armada did so you know and a lot of the I think Chevy's the only one that really has them available on midsize now other than mm -hmm. Ford someday will have their their uh, one from the, the Liberty uh, but anyway yeah that's all that's right. awesome I'm really happy with that and what you want to go to next? Well, I want to talk about this hotshot business. Oh, the hotshot! I want to talk yes. about. I want to talk about these things. Yes, our friends at Big Tech. So Joe Lewis, he's helped us out. We did the last flatbed. Me and Andre went to the factory in Oklahoma, installed it, used it. It was great. Went through the factory. Yeah. And now you know that's the business they're in. Is a lot of flatbeds and trailers, and this new flatbed. I think it's called. It's a hotshot. I think it's called H. HS makes sense. And CM Hotshot. Yeah, it's basically. a CM, right. Yeah. This is a CM. Uh, Joe's uh, is like the vice president of GM or of CM. <laughs> <laughs> he wishes GM. He's CM. And we you know, we like their their flatbeds and they're really popular. And we get some of those from Jayhawk Traders sells them and they, you know, they're they're very popular. But this new hotshot one is made for those guys pulling those forty foot traders, thirty thousand plus. And instead of, you know, buying a, an eight by eight flatbed with all that metal or aluminum in it in all that wasted space. This basically is a middle section of where your, your frame rails are. It's got uh, covers over your dualies, your mud flaps. It's got all the hitches in the middle, the gooseneck hitches on the back. It's all wired in, lights wired for everything. It's got a big fuel box on the front. It's got toolboxes on the side. And these just sound like hotcakes. It's big for the hotshotters to get one made just for them. And man, a guy well, called me the other night, wanted to buy eight of them. I don't sell them, so I told him to call Joe. Yeah, but, yeah, but, they're they're good looking machine. So what I've seen, and obviously, so hotshot business, right? It's basically part delivery, maybe even transport cars, car transporters, yeah, uh, you know, oil field deliveries or whatever. So it's basically uh, very quick. You know, you get somebody with a truck and they deliver stuff for you, right? Yeah, right. Uh, but, but I've seen a lot of these guys build their own beds. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They use a hacksaw or <laughs> sawzall or something. Yeah. Right? But this is actually pre-made and it's, uh, you know, actually designed to work together. Yeah, Joe says they're selling left and right and that's good. And they are. They're, they're, they're stripped down versions so you have less wind resistance, less weight. That's what it's all about. The more, the less weight you get on your towing rig, the more weight you can put on the trailer, the more money you can You should make. put one of these on your big heavy-duty monster truck, your Chevy. Well, it's a, not a dually and it's not a monster <laughs> truck. But I may, I may get one of the flatbeds on there. I'm thinking about that, but yeah. That's that's too cool. I mean, you know, it's it's the way to go. And on the toolboxes on the side, you always need more toolboxes. And you don't have to climb up in the, the, the flatbed to get to them. They're right on the side where mine was on the side. They're very easy to get to. And an extra fuel tank. What else do you want for your high job? That's what yeah. I said. That's really cool. It also has a provision for an extra fuel tank. Uh, those guys usually put carry a lot more diesel. Oh, you uh, need to because yeah, they're trying yeah. to go from one state to the next or several states and not fuel up again. Yeah, and I see these uh, mud flaps here, but what if I don't have a dually? Uh, what's what's another mud flap um, option? Don't you? That I've talked jokes. They may have a smaller fender that goes on there, and smaller mud flaps. I don't know if you're going single rear wheel. 
But I mean, there might be some single rear wheel one tons out there that would do that. Oh yeah, mud flaps. I see what you're saying. Rock tamers. Now rock tamers, I've been selling them for years. I've been using them for years because they fit on your hitch. They're so easy to put on and they're adjustable and they don't yeah. sail. The original ones had weight in the bottom and that would rust and that's not good. So now they got big ribs on it to keep it from flowing back so much. And if you want to protect your boat, yes, actually the guy who invented them, that's what he did. He wanted to protect the gel coat on his boat. But you can put them, you protect your horse trader, all that aluminum, all that stainless steel. Yeah. And uh, it's it's fantastic. And it's nice thing about them is they come off with your hitch. So if you want to off of there, want to say, you know, not because of course they're going to cost a little bit of fuel because it's drag. You pull them off with your hitch. So it's a great idea, and they look really good. And I've, I've had all their different models of them, and I've got just got another box of them. I've got one for a three-inch hub for like the Fords, and I've got one for two and a half inch for Class Four, and I've got the two-inch. So I'm going to have them for all the trucks that I drive and start protecting my trailers, as well yeah. as the ones we get from Transwest, those nice aluminum trailers. So I think they're great. The Rock Tamers, they've been around a long time, and I sell them on my website. I mean, there's, they've been out now for probably 12 years. And, and they're very, very easy to use. And I'm going to make one cut long for my new uh, tall truck, my new crusher that I'm going to crush all those cars with, 2500. And I got one for my short. Do you have a project truck for a name for that yet? I think I'm calling it a crusher because I'm going to crush some cars crusher. with it. I'm going to okay. drive over somebody's cars. Well, dude, I have, I have a boat trailer and I'm going oh. to be pulling mine. So well, that's true. I might, I might need these tamers. They would work good on yeah. your on your 150 hybrid. Yeah. That's that's good. Yeah. That is, you know, gel boat. The, the gel coat it gets pitted. Yeah. You know, and, and my trailer gets pitted. All this. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. And that's um, that's worst thing is those little BBs at 70 mile an hour that hits your trailer. Yeah. That's the worst things. That's what this protects you from. And they've got them for duels. They've got them in different lengths. They've got them in different hub sizes. Yeah. And I'm putting them on my truck next week. So if people go to mrtruck.com or mrtrailer.com. Uh, Mr. You can find some of these products there. Right? right. There's a product page, and you can look on the left and right borders. It'll show you links to about everything we sell. The okay. Rock Tamers are on the right border on MrTruck.com. Yes. So so we're almost at the end. Um, I kind of wanted uh, to show um, the strap. Okay. If, if you can. Yeah, I've got that, and I've got one bolt product. And okay. it's up to you if you want to do the tire pressure monitoring. Well, yeah. There's. You know what? <laughs> People can go to your website and, and figure out <laughs> yeah, the Tucson tire pressure that. monitors. I've got and, space yeah. balls. Space balls. Now this is yours, and I have one just like it. I have three of these, and you know how it is with these big cables. They <laughs> these big straps, how they get all wound up. Yeah. And then you you throw them in there, and every time you use them, you get them out of your toolbox. And they're always you, tangled. You have to untangle them. And this actually is spring loaded, so you pull it out. Pull this one out, and then you hook it, and then it springs back in. See that there? It's spring-loaded. So instead of having a big tangle, you have a nice compact thing. Big handle for cranking it up. Yeah. And this is lots heavy of, duty. Lots of leverage. Yeah, this one's rated right 10,000 pounds. Yeah. This is the real thing. And I, I use it all the time. I've been using it on my Jeep. But big hooks, they have a lot of configurations. And what in the world is this thing called? I always forget about it. It's quick loader. Quick that makes loader. sense. It's yeah. a quick loader. And, you know, I've, I've got three different sizes. And this is Andre's, and this is awesome. I, I, this is a product that I really like. And it's good, you know, for hotshot business, all heavy-duty truck, yeah. truck uh, needs. When you're tying stuff in your bed, you know, you're not tangling oh, that's things true. all the way around. Or your trailer, yeah. you're strapping things down. Yeah, in the video um, I did on this, I show my toolbox full of straps. That yeah, Every time you got to pull them out and untangle <laughs> it's like, them. And, it's like a yeah. snake pit. I know, it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. Anyway, and also the bolt system, right, for locking? The bolt system, yes. 
And I have used all their products in Bolt. What they're known for is the fact that you can use your ignition key and you set that up one time into your lock. And that's the red part in the middle. I guess I could take it out of the package if you want me to. Okay, if, if that's all right. Oh, geez, I'm tearing stuff up now. I love it when I tear up packages. I've got three of these, and I've got... Wow. I'm, it's, like, it's, like, it's like Hulk. It's like Christmas. Yes. But you put your key in this end, uh -huh. and it remembers your key. And let's see, is that the right end? I'll have to figure that out. One of these is the right end, yeah. and one of them is the part that goes to your bolt. Yes. And it's a cable. And you know, what I always used these for was my ATVs, and we have four of them, and now we got the Jeep. And we tie all, when we're going to Moab or any place, we tie them all by their racks together with my three cables. And we lock them all with my ignition key, so I don't have to have more keys. I mean, they've got padlocks, they've got uh, trader coupler locks all done with your key, which I really like the idea. And Ford uses some of the products under the seat, I think the Super Duties, mm -hmm. where you use your key to lock in your guns or all your tools under your seat. But they have come a different name, but it's made by Bolt. But these here, that's so nice. I mean, you know, that one key is all you got to remember. But you also got to remember to bring that second key home with you when you sell your truck. Because I'd had that mistake. I gave away all my keys oh and I couldn't use them, all my other ones. But this is great. And, it, you know, I'm going to tie my side-by-side -side to the barn so it doesn't blow away. We're going to do a lot of things <laughs> with it. But I've got three yeah. of these and i got two padlocks and, and we use them. And they're, you know, they're coated cable. I love it and it makes you feel secure. And you never know when you're sleeping in your toy hauler and you got all your toys out there if somebody's not trying to sneak off with them. So I don't want anybody sneaking off with my stuff, so I lock everything up and I'm gonna you know, use it for a bunch of other things too. But it makes sense. I like yeah. the whole concept of it, the key thing, everything. It makes sense to me. And also they have like uh, hitch pin locks, right? And yes. All kinds of locks. Right, I've used yeah. one on one of my traders. I have the, the trader lock on it mm -hmm. and that is so cool. Yeah. Oh, it's warning. Do not remove until ready for the the code from the key. I've got to remember yeah. to do that. But that is so cool. I will do that later on. And this is the end that goes onto your your thing jigger here. And it's not open yet because I haven't got it twisted on. But yeah, these are these are awesome. Well, cool, dude. Um, I know we. It may be a little bit longer show than we usually do, but this is exciting stuff. Um, well, I miss about, you, Andre. I just well, miss you. You, you <laughs> should come over more often. And, of course, we should tow together again. That's true. we got to get in the truck. And, yeah. you know, I want to see what you can do with that CDL. I'm going to be coaching you. But, there's, you know, we, CDL, we, it's we, so cool. I mean, there's things that I really like about that test yeah. that are important. And there's some stupid things in that test. But, anyway, you've read, you've, you've, I haven't had a test in 10 years or more. So you, we can talk about that when we're driving down the track, or what you learn and what's Absolutely. different about it. Yeah, it's a pre-trip inspection, of course, which is a fairly complicated thing. It's like a hundred things you have to check. Yeah. And that's really important for safety, of course. Well, sure. Right? And then driving tests, backing up tests. You know, I had to parallel park a semi-truck. Isn't that neat? trailer. <laughs> <laughs> and then passed. Can you believe it? I know. That? It's just great. You did really good. Yeah. And you got those big rigs. I used yeah. to drive big rigs back in the 70s and yeah. 80s. I don't do that anymore. Well, yeah. I do the M2s. Which yeah, M2 the M2 is a class five liners. or six, yeah. Yeah, so. and, uh, I hope to drive more of these. So guys, there you have it. Another TFL Talking Trucks podcast episode in the books. Um, hope you, you know, enjoyed this and learned about, you know, heavy duty trucks. Yeah. And we'll be doing lots more, of course, coming up soon. Cool. It'll be fun. Stop by and see MrTruck.com sometime or MrTruck.tv and look at the accessories, my reviews of the accessories, because I review as many accessories as I do trucks and SUVs. Mm -hmm. So, cool. Thank you. 
Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.